0: Boncharge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Boncharge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list is truly endless. So from blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Boncharge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. What's really cool is that Bond Charge ships worldwide and in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. They have really easy returns and exchanges. They even have a 30-day trial, and they have a 12-month warranty. Go to bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off your first order. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com manifest. Just go to Indeed.com manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone, And today we're going to be talking about something that I literally have spent the last uh, four days, which doesn't sound like a lot but when you've been in a constant state of like my mind being cluttered, four days is four days way too long. Um, Yeah, man, it's been like a wild four days up here in the mental and I'll get into it in a little bit, but today's entire episode is about what I do to unclutter my mind. And I just got through literally doing all these steps that I'm about to say, and I feel so much better to the point where I can now actually record this podcast. Because up until I did all of these things, I couldn't record the podcast because my mind was too cluttered. I literally had no advice to give. I was like, I have nothing to give. I have nothing to say. I feel like I have nothing of importance right now. Like, I just feel so cluttered mentally. And once I got through all these tips I'm about to give you, I felt so much better. And I know that especially this time of year, like during finals time and this time of year for me is always a little stressful because um, this is when it's like crunch time for my CIL studio to open. Um, well, actually crunch time's in May, but like it's beginning to pick up now. So it always just gets a little stressful this time of year for me. And I know I'm not alone, especially for students. And it's also tax season. So like one of my employees is an accountant and he's always saying like how crazy it is. So whatever season of life you're in, stress happens. And this is how I like to declutter my mind and feel really good about what's going on and organized and like everything is car, carp carmental mental, car Compart, compartment, compartment. You know what I'm trying to say? How do you say that word? Compartmentalized, comp, compartment. You know what other word I can't say? God, that's going to bother me now. Compartmentalized. That's not how it is. Compartmentalized. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. But another word that I no is a word, but doesn't sound right in my mind is professional. In my mind, it should be professionable. And I don't know why my mind works that way. But like for better help for the ad read that was like before this current ad read, it always, ha- we always had to say that like it was professional. And every time I said professional, I'm like, that is not a word. And I don't know, in my mind, it should be professionable. I know that's not right and that's not English, but in my mind, that's that's it. And I don't know why I can't say compartmentalized. That was the word I was trying to say. Um, wow, that took a long time to get there. You know, I also used to not be able to say specific when I was younger. I think up until like fifth grade, I couldn't say it. I would say specific, and I still kind of have to think about it. One word that I'll never let down or that Katie Brennan will never let me live down is the word epitome. Okay. I never knew how it was spelled, but this was on like early days of Instagram. I think Katie had like a caption or something that had the word epitome in it and I was with her and um I read it as epitome. Um, Yes. Another one was I had an ad read for apostrophe and <laughs> The entire ad read, I read astrophobia until I had to go and spell it out. And I was like, oh my God, I've been saying astrophobia instead of apostrophe. I don't know. Maybe I'm not the best with words. I did flunk out of the first grade spelling bee in the fourth round because I spelled drum, D R U M. B. I don't know why I did that. I think it's because dumb is D-U-M-B. So I assumed drum, dumb would be similar, but no, English hates being regular. Um, yeah. And I guess I'm just not very good at English, but I'm glad that we got that out on the table. And I'm glad you guys now know that I can't spell or enunciate words to save my life. Um, it's a snow day here. I'm, oh, I'm recording this on a Saturday, which I think just goes to show how stressed my mind has been this week. But I'm also going to give myself grace because I was away last week. And I feel like every time I come back from vacations, I am in a million places. Well, I actually haven't been on a vacation in like two years um, because of obvious reasons. But. I went on a quote unquote vacation. I was in Idaho visiting my family. Long story short, my entire family's out in Idaho now. We all were from the Philly area. Everyone moved out. It's literally just me, my dad, and my mom now that live here. We're very outnumbered according to my family. Anyway, um, I was in Idaho. It was great. A lot of family time. Nothing really to report. It was good. Came back on Tuesday, late night Tuesday, and then started Wednesday. And just was like a million places at once. And it's so funny how things work like that. But anyway, um, while I was in Idaho, I discovered my love for spicy margaritas. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I hate anything spicy. But the first day that we were out there, we were at lunch. And there was a drink on the menu that um, one of us ordered. And it was like a spicy tequila drink. It wasn't a margarita, but it had like pomegranate, mango, and it was spicy. It wasn't because of jalapeno. I think it was habanero or something that made it spicy. And I tried it. And at first I was like, oh, no, gross. But throughout lunch, I just kept finding myself taking sips of this drink. And I was like, hmm. So then I ordered one for myself and I really liked it. And then for the rest of the trip, I was just on a spicy margarita kick. Like wherever we could get spicy margs, I was doing it. And then I came home and I found this really delicious spicy marg recipe online. I'll tell you what it is. And I've been making it at home. It's so easy. I feel like low key, it's healthy. And I know it's not because obviously like alcohol is not good for the body, Um, but it feels healthy. And if you don't add the tequila, I think you would still get like a non-alcoholic spicy mark effect, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing a lot of nights because I don't always want to drink, but I love the taste of this recipe. So I'm going to tell you what it is right now. It's super easy. So jalapeno coins, I typically do three of them from a jalapeno pepper. You put all this, by the way, in a shaker bottle. You can meddle the jalapenos if you want to. I don't have a meddler, so I just shake it all together. Put this in a shaker bottle. Ice. Okay, now that we got that established. Three jalapeno coins. The juice of three limes. The juice of one orange. Agave. Tequila. I use tequila blanco, and I do two shots of it. And a little bit of agave, like a squirt of agave. And if I had to guess, that's probably like maybe half a tablespoon. I don't know. Eyeball it. And then you shake it all up in a shaker bottle. And then I rim the glass with tahine, I think is how you say it. I rim the glass with tahine. And then you just pour it over ice. And it is so good. And it's literally just, it's like, fresh juices, tequila, agave, jalapenos. It's really, really, really good. I had two last night actually. And now it's a snow day. Um, Yeah, it's a Saturday. It's snowing. And it's honestly kind of rude that it's snowing because it's literally March. I feel like the snow had its time in December, January and February. But once we hit March, it's a little bit too late for my likings. Um, honestly, it was okay that it happened today because I had a lot to do. So I ended up like not teaching this morning because the roads were bad. So we didn't have class. So I got to do a lot of things that I had to do today, which was very good. However, I'm done with this snow. I hope this is the last one. See you next year. I'm over it. Also tonight when I'm recording this, but by the time you guys are listening, it's daylight savings. Thank God we made it. I know Arizona doesn't do daylight savings. You guys are truly ahead of your time and I'm very envious of the people that live in Arizona that don't do daylight savings times. What's it like to be happy all year round? Let me know. Um, But yeah, I'm very happy that the dark days are over and yeah, why do we do that? I mean, I know like the technical reason why, but I feel like we just don't need to do it anymore, you know, especially if some states opt out of it. Can we opt out of it? Can Pennsylvania and New Jersey opt out of it, please? I'm over it. And I don't think anyone likes it. I don't think anyone likes it. Um, in Idaho, it doesn't get light out in the morning until like 7.30, 8 a.m., which is super bizarre. It stays later a little bit longer, but yeah, it's it's just like bizarre how time zones work. But Um, even more bizarre with daylight savings. I just don't know why we do it. What's the need? Does anyone like it? Because I don't at all. But we made it. We made it through another year of it. And I'm so happy to be done with the five o'clock sunsets. Who am I kidding? 430 sunsets. It's like ridiculous. Um, Yeah, I didn't mean to talk about any of that stuff. I literally just wanted to talk about this, this episode today but while we're on it I guess we'll keep talking I'm on a really big survivor kick right now I'm watching tons of it I don't know why um it's like a good easy to watch show oh you know what I watched the reunion of love is blind I feel like I have to talk about it because I've talked about it every other week even though literally no one is damning me about it I guess no one cares that's fine um but I care enough so I'll keep talking about it um yeah, I just feel like there were so many unanswered questions. Like, why? Okay, I feel like Shane and Natalie did not get the attention that they deserved. It was very much so Shane and Shana focused. Yes, Natalie had her moment, but she had like five minutes of the show. And I feel like Shana and Shane had at least like 15 minutes of that show. So I feel like Natalie didn't get justice. And her entire relationship felt very overshadowed overshadowed by Shana which I think was unfortunate for Natalie because she's so great. I would have loved to hear her talk more. Um, and I don't know. They also never like went in on Shayna about the conversation that Shane and Shayna had at the beach when Shayna was calling the relationship like a fraud and all that sort of stuff. Why was that never brought up? I really wish Shane wasn't having like this chaotic, like it almost looked manic episode, like during the reunion when he was asked about how him and Shayna tried to like have a relationship outside of the show. He was like, I'm not talking about it. Why? Like, that's what we wanna hear about. You know what I mean? Um, switching gears, I also am so shocked at how much the staff hates Shake. I feel like once the weddings and the reunion happened, a lot of the viewers felt that way. Like, they weren't Team Shake, da da da. I feel like a lot of people, including myself, felt like he was starting to change in like the second half of the series. And then obviously the weddings and reunion, you should, you saw that he was exactly the same as the first part of the series, but the second half, I really did think he was turning a corner. And even Vanessa said that too. Like, I think a lot of people were thinking that, um, but I don't know. It just, sorry. I, if you guys are watching the video, I like, don't know where to put like my legs, but this just feels very comfortable. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just. I thought he was changing, and I guess he wasn't. And I guess just all the staff, or staff, all of his co-workers and like co-stars or whatever you want to call them, hate him. Like they all hate him. So they must have really edited out a lot of stuff that we didn't see, because like they started off, they started out that reunion with a lot of resentment towards him, which warranted, I think, very justified. But they must have heard and seen a lot more than we as a viewer saw. So I'm interested in hearing that come out over the next couple of weeks on social media. I had no idea that Kyle and Deep D had like a little connection in the pods. I would have loved to seen that. Um, I also heard that Natalie was engaged or proposed to by someone else in the pods. I would have loved to know about that. There's just a lot of stuff that we didn't get to see that I would have loved to see. Um, so make the series longer. Like I'm into it. I started the show Dropout. I watched the first episode. A little weird, but I'll definitely keep watching it for sure. Um, I'm watching Reunion of Salt Lake City right now. And I just feel like they're not grilling Jen Shaw as much as they should be. Like when you looked back at Beverly Hills with the whole Erica Jane and Tom Girardi situation. It was like the entire reunion was about that. And right now the whole reunion is about Lisa Barlow. Like, can we remember that like, there's literally Jen Shaw there who was like convicted of federal crimes. I really want to hear more about that, but they're not focusing on that whatsoever. It's very bizarre. Hopefully the third part, they'll do that. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. But yeah, that's just what's what's been going on in my mind spicy margs. oh I made a cheese board last night that was awesome with a spicy mark and because it's a snow day and it's a Saturday as soon as I'm done recording this podcast I'm going to make another spicy mark this one might be a non-alcoholic one and then I'll switch to the tequila ones at like maybe five but it's five o'clock somewhere right girls are on spring break so am I I'm doing it at home though And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for someone specifically for whatever role it is that I'm looking for, like let's say a podcast producer or a video editor... I can put on Indeed exactly what I'm looking for and exactly the qualifications that I'm looking for, like experience, how many years of experience, things like that, and they will send me so many people that meet exactly what I'm looking for. Then the hardest part actually becomes narrowing down who it is that I want to interview and who it is I want to hire ultimately. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so that the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com manifest. Just go to Indeed.com manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation, the list is truly endless. So from blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian-friendly lighting, Boncharge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly and with maximum impact. By far, my favorite product from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I love sauning, but the problem with the sauna is, one, it's at the gym. Two, I normally like to sauna at night, and I don't like to go to the gym at night. And three, I don't want to drive all the way to the gym just to sauna to walk out. I don't know why. I feel like the front desk people are like, this girl was here for 20 minutes and then she left. Yeah, I was, and I'm self-conscious about it. Okay? Sue me. Here's where Bond Charge came in and solved this issue. The solution that I was thinking was okay, maybe I can buy my own sauna, but they are so expensive. And they're also really big. You can't really bring them anywhere. I'm at the beach half the time. Like, it just wouldn't really make sense. So instead, I got the Bond Charge infrared sauna blanket. Oh my God, it solved every single problem that I had. And it is the best thing I've ever done. So essentially, what you do is you plug it in, you wait for it to heat up, which does not take long at all. Then you get in it, your head stays out of the blanket, and you can stay in this thing for literally ever, and you get all of the same effects of a sauna. So you sweat, um, you get to like sweat out all of the gunk that's in your body from the day. I find myself really get way less stressed when I'm in the sauna blanket. I like to watch TV in the sauna blanket. Like I get all tozy, cozy. I put on the toast or Vanderpump rules or something like that. And it's just really, really nice. It helps me sleep better at night. It's just seriously the best thing ever. It's also really easy to clean. So every time I get in it, I know I have a fresh, clean sauna waiting for me. It's just the best thing ever. What's really cool is that Boncharge ships worldwide and in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. They have really easy returns and exchanges. They even have a 30-day trial and they have a 12-month warranty. Go to bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off your first order. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. All right, um, let's get into today's topic, which is what I do to unclutter my mind. I'm really excited to share this because I feel like I have really good tips for this. And this is literally exactly what I did today. And it helped me. And I've done this in the past many, many times. I have a similar episode about this when it comes to waking up with anxiety. And I feel like these two kind of go hand in hand, like a cluttered mind and Waking up with anxiety, typically have, you know, relation to one another, correspondence to one another, correlation to one another. That's what I was looking for. Back to uh, me not being good with words. Um, The correlation that I was looking for. Side note, you know who is very good with vocabulary is Emma Chamberlain. Whenever I listen to her podcast, which is Anything Goes, shout out. She's amazing. Go listen. I'm sure you guys all do. Um, But she always uses great words. And every time that she says a great word, I say to myself, that's a great word. I should use that more. So anyway, I have another episode about morning anxiety, if you guys want to listen to that. But this is what I do to unclutter my mind when I feel like I have 3000 tabs opened in my mind. And I just need to close them out or I need to, here I go again, carp mentalize. I just need to get rid of that word. And I just need to put everything in a box, in a category, in a list. I'm very much so a list person. I see everything in my mind by list, by boxes, by time batches, and everything fits perfectly into schedules. That's just how my mind works. Not everyone's going to work like this, but mine does. And it was so wild because on Wednesday, I was having a very scatterbrained day and I oh, I also saw The Batman. That was a great movie. I really liked it. Didn't know it was three hours though. Um anyway, the only reason I said that is because on Wednesday I saw the Batman and I was explaining with the people that I went with it. Like I was having like a very scatterbrained day, and when I closed my eyes to visualize that day, it was like all these different boxes that were touching in the corners, but they weren't in a straight line. And they were filled in, not perfectly filled in, like loosely filled in with all of these gross colored colors that I did not like put together. It was like mustard yellow and like pukey green and like gross colors in my mind in like these boxes that were not like in a perfectly straight line. And that's never happened before. And I was like, wow, I clearly must have had a very scattered brain day for this to be happening. So. What I'm getting at is that I really, I really believe that everything in my mind, anyway, has a place, and it all should be. Car- oh my god, I just need to stop trying to say that word. It all just has to go somewhere, and um, this is how my how my mind works through it. I feel like we could also say that I'm scatterbrained right now, but I really promise. Like I feel very clear-headed. I just have a lot of energy running through me, which has also been wild. I have a lot of sidetracks today, but I feel like my Whole week, this past week, like this is a very chaotic energy vlog, vlog. This is a podcast coming from me right now, and I really apologize for that. But it's like it's living my truth is what I feel like. Um, but I forget what I was saying. I just have like three thousand tabs open in my mind all the time, especially this week. I literally just have a tons, tons going through my mind. But this is why I have tons going through my mind. Let me explain and let me backtrack and justify myself just a little bit here. This is the first time in my life that I have had four businesses of equal importance running at the same time. And let me explain. So I run four businesses right now. I have Stride, which has two locations. So it's technically one business with two locations, which in my mind is two businesses. So I have a location in the suburbs of Pennsylvania in a town called Phoenixville. And I have a location in New Jersey at the Jersey Shore in a town called Sea Isle. Sea Isle is only open in the summertime. That's Memorial Day through Labor Day. Phoenixville in Pennsylvania is open year round. They're about an hour and a half away from one another. And yeah, so two businesses there. And then I have this podcast, which is, um, I won't lie, my main source of income. And then I have my YouTube. And normally YouTube would always take a backseat. However, um, I'm really trying to stay on my YouTube game. And I have a lot of Brand deals that are coming through with YouTube. I don't know why all these brands still want to work with me on YouTube, but I guess they do. I'm very flattered. Honestly, I'm truly very humbled. So I have brand deals that are coming up and they're with brands that I love and I really don't want to pass up on the opportunity. So I'm taking them. So I have deadlines on YouTube and I have all these four businesses that are of equal importance all happening at the same time. And that has never happened to me before. When I was opening Stride Phoenixville back in 2018, I did not have a podcast. I did not have CIle and YouTube definitely took a backseat. However, it was just two businesses. Then about a year into Stride and like loosely doing YouTube, I added in a podcast, but it was not consistent. Then in the beginning of 2020 is when I decided to add in um Isle. But as CIL was amping up, that's when the world shut down. So then CIL was my only thing that I was doing at the time because Phoenixville was closed because of the pandemic and my YouTube, I wasn't doing it. And my podcast, I also wasn't doing it at the time. It was very inconsistent. 2021 hit. My resolution was to never miss a week of podcasting. So then podcasting became one of my main jobs and my main source of income. By that time, Phoenixville was opened back up and I still had some time to get Sea Isle under my belt and YouTube. I was not doing it pretty much all of 2021. Then by the summer, I just did Sea Isle and I pretty much left Phoenixville for like three months to focus on Sea Isle. So I had podcast and Sea Isle. Well, now, fast forward a year, I'm in full swing of Phoenixville. I'm in full swing of getting Sea Isle set up. This podcast is my main source of income. And I'm in full swing of that. And my YouTube, I have deadlines and brand deals, and I'm in the full swing of that. So this is literally the first time in my life that I have all four businesses running at exactly the same time where my, mm, how do I put this? Not my presence, but each of these businesses have equal importance to me. And all of them need to be done to the max. Of what I can give, right? So I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed because it's always been like three with one, with one suffering, or two with two suffering, or one with three suffering. It's never been all four great and no suffering. But that's how it has to be right now. All four have to be great with none suffering. So I'm kind of like overwhelmed. How do I do this? Da da da. All sort of stuff. So this is why my mind has literally 3,000 tabs open because I have to switch all these different roles. I have to be a podcast host. I have to be a YouTuber. I have to be a boss. I have to be a leader. I have to be an instructor. I have to be a marketing manager. I have to be a community director. I have to be all these sorts of things for all of my jobs and all of my businesses. So this is what I've been doing and it really, really helped. So here's how I unclutter my mind when I have a million things to do with a million different roles in my life. We are all very multifaceted people And I feel like nowadays everyone likes to be put in a box and everyone likes to be a full-time influencer because it's the only thing that they can do. But sometimes you have to have the nine to five to be an influencer. I think hobbies are like kind of, they're not really emphasized on anymore, but we don't always get to do just one thing. What I'm getting at is that I'm multifaceted and I know I'm not alone in that. The majority of people are multifaceted. And even if it doesn't look like it online, Pretty much everyone has multiple things going on in their life, multiple roles going on in their life. They can be a YouTuber. They can be a mother. They can be a student. They can be um, a business owner. they can Whatever it is, we all have different roles that have equal importance. So the number one thing that I like to do is identify my roles in no particular order. Not that one's more important than the other. No, they're all of equal importance and what are my roles? So for me, I wrote down that my roles – I'm a studio owner in Phoenixville. I'm a studio owner in Sea Isle. I'm a podcast host and I'm a YouTuber. For me, I just wrote down all of like my jobs for is for lack of a better term, like my jobs. But if I was like, if I had a baby and if I was a mother, I would write mother in this. You know what I mean? Anything that feels like a full-time job that takes up a lot of your time and that needs a lot of your attention of equal importance, you put this down here. So identify your roles in no particular order. The second thing that you want to do after that is determine tasks that need to be done with each of these roles and then estimate the time that it will take. So I did this a couple of days ago. I went in and I wrote out, well, what does it mean to be a studio owner in Phoenixville? What does it mean to be a studio owner in Sea Isle? What does it mean to be a podcast host? What does it mean to be a YouTuber? And I wrote down all the roles that go with that. So for a YouTuber, for example, it's editing, it's filming, it's sending to brands, it's admin work. It's pretty much those big four things. Um, I'm not even going to go into like studio owner because that is like a whole long list, but we can take the YouTube example and kind of run with it. After you determine the tasks that need to be done and how long those tasks are going to take, you're going to like guess total. So like for me to be a YouTuber, it's probably only going to take me like nine hours a week. Okay. Then once you have the time, I would say per week rather than like a day, like, you know, two hours a day, da, 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 give it a week. Cause then you can divide that like over the course of a week if you want. Um, or you can find nine hours, like one day of the week, whatever, I'll get into what I'm saying. Number three, after you determine the tasks and times, number three is to time block what an ideal week looks like. And then within that week, you're going to be allotting time to each role. So this is not a real week. This week does not exist. This is in a fantasy world. If you had all the time in the world, you look at your calendar and it's a blank slate. How are you going to plan your week and time block all of your roles to the allotted time that you just determined that it took? So if I know that it takes nine hours for me to do YouTube for a whole week, And obviously that's just me. A lot of people like do it way better than I do. So it takes them a lot more time, but that's pretty much what I can give. So knowing that um, I will go in and plan my week accordingly to all the roles that are important to me. So for example, for stride, I know that I want to be physically at the studio a couple days a week. So I will go in and time block when I want to go in. Maybe it's a Monday morning. Maybe it's a Monday night because I teach on Monday nights, actually, you know what, let's break this down more. Let's just do the days that I want to be there. Let's say it's Monday nights, or sorry, Monday mornings, Wednesday nights, Thursday nights, Friday mornings. Okay, great. So four times of that week, I'm going to be there. But I'm also an instructor. So when am I going to teach? Well, that's Monday nights and Saturday mornings. Okay, so now I have six times on my ideal week that I'm going to be at the studio. Great. But part of also being an owner is that I've admin work. So when during the week, Can I schedule in admin work? Let's say it's three hours a week of admin work. Well, Mondays, I'm already there in the morning and I'm there at night, so I may as well just make Mondays my Stride admin day. So then in the afternoons, I'll schedule out that time for admin work and then you'll move on to your next role podcasting. For example, I typically like to podcast on Thursday mornings. Obviously this week it didn't work out that way, but I typically like to do it on Thursday mornings. So I'll block out in my calendar from nine to 12 every single Thursday and I'm not to book anything in that time. That's just when I'm here to podcast. Um, And typically in that I can do my ads, my episode, I can edit the episode and send that stuff out. It doesn't take me a long time to podcast. and I'm really lucky for that. Um, but if it, if I know I need three hours a week, I will put in three hours a week for my main roles. So once you have all of your roles literally blocked out in your calendar, then I want you to go into your non-negotiables. I just made an entire episode about my non-negotiables for a day, but now these are going to be non-negotiables of listing what will allow you to do the roles that you listed to the best of your ability. If you always put work first, you are going to constantly feel depleted and you can't fill in it or you can't take from an empty cup. You have to fill your own cup first. So what will allow me to fulfill my roles in life to the best of my ability? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? For me personally, I listed out seven things. Number one is alone time. I realized I am an introvert through and through. I I really need time to myself and I really need time to recharge. I need alone time. It is absolutely crucial. Number two, I need a good amount of sleep. If I'm running on five hours of sleep, I am one cranky bitch and I am not a productive one either. It's not good. Number three, working out. I need to work out if I feel like I'm not putting my workouts first, everything else kind of suffers. Number four is time to be in an uninterrupted flow state of work. That is when I feel incredibly inspired, incredibly motivated, and incredibly productive. I love being able to sit down at my table, put on a workflow playlist, and just get to work and do admin stuff, scheduling stuff, creative stuff. Whatever it is, I don't care. I love having a flow state of work. And that really allows me to do all of my work to the best of my ability. Number five is downtime to do nothing. I want to be able and to sit on my couch and literally scroll on Instagram for three hours if that's what I want to do. I want to be able to sit on my couch and watch Housewives for six hours if that's what I want to do. I need the time to do absolutely nothing. 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 Number six is I want to keep up with my appearance and I know that might sound shallow even though it shouldn't but seriously if I don't put like my hygiene my appearance towards like the top of my list I tend to be like I'm letting myself go and I think personal hygiene and appearance is important to me like I want my hair to look nice I want my skincare to be on I don't necessarily have to wear makeup and wear like nice outfits like I'm wearing sweatpants right now. But like my hair is like cute and I like have self-tanner on right now and like I did my skincare this morning and like my nails are done, my toes are painted. Like I feel good, you know what I mean? And if that stuff all was slipping through the cracks, I would feel like my life is out of control to be completely honest. So I need that to be able to do my roles to the best of my ability. And number seven is seeing friends and family. Um, You know, like I said, I'm an introvert, so I don't need to see friends and family, but I like to see people at least like once a week. Um, and even if it's just comfortable silence with them, that works for me. So list out what will allow you to do your roles to the best of your ability. Those are your non-negotiables. Then number five, you're going to time block your non-negotiables around your ideal work week. So now let's take Thursdays. For example, we know that on Thursdays, I want to podcast in the morning. Um, I always have therapy on Thursdays, so I have therapy on Thursdays and then I want to go to stride at night. So I have a morning free um, like an early morning free and a early afternoon free. So um, let's say that I know that Thursdays, I really want that to be my self-tan day. So I'll make sure that every single Thursday morning, I self-tan. And that's what I'm going to do that day. And that makes me feel really good. You're just going to want to go in here and add in your non-negotiables into your calendar. Um, this is really important to me and it's really important to literally block out time for yourself in your calendar. If you know that on Monday mornings at 7am, you want to go to a coffee shop and get coffee because it starts your week off on the right foot. Do not accept a a 745 zoom call. You know, if you know that like that's a non-negotiable for you, that will make you a better employee, a better boss, a better, whatever it might be. You need to be able to take that time to yourself. So you're allowed to say no, but literally block that time out in your calendar for your non-negotiables. All right. Um, Once you have your non-negotiables and your roles with their allotted time, all time blocked and time batched out into a weekly calendar. Now I want you to go through and I need you to delegate. I need you to take whatever you can take off of your plate and give it to other people. Other people that have the strengths in the areas that you don't have the strength in. You need to focus on your strengths and allow other people to focus on their strengths. One of my favorite sayings is you can do anything, but that doesn't mean you have to do everything. Better yet, you can't do everything. No one can do everything. I feel like Elon Musk is an extreme example of a multifaceted individual. I mean, he's literally like reinventing cars. And he's in space like, okay, he's not even real. Um, But I'm sure he has so many people to delegate tasks to. And the reason why his companies are so successful is because he has people that are really good at their jobs that are doing what they are best at every single day. Elon Musk, yes, he's a very smart man, but he can't do everything. He has people that are really, really good at what they do, and they do it to the best of their ability. He has things that he's really good at, and he does that to the best of his ability. You are the same way. You can't do everything just because you can do anything. Does that make sense? So delegate out what other people are good in and put it on their plate, but make sure that you give them enough time because your crisis is not high up on their to-do list. Okay. Make sure that they have a lot of time. So like this is typically when I'll go in and be like, okay, let's say for example, stride at home videos, I edit them, but if I know that stride at home videos need to be edited and I just don't have time a certain week, or it doesn't fit in to my, you know, roles, it doesn't best suit my roles. Can I delegate that out? I could get an editor. I could you know, that's pretty much the solution. Get an editor. You know what I mean? Um, Another thing would be, let's say I'm horrible at teaching. Like, okay, this is a good example. Um, I really only feel comfortable teaching spin and like sometimes bar. And if one of my instructors needed a box sub, I would not, sub box because I'm not good at it, but I have a a team of people that are really good at teaching box. So I'm only going to put on my plate what I'm good at and what I know that I can do to the best of my ability and delegate out what I am not good at, but but, but what I know other people on my team are good at. Maybe that's niche to my story, but I feel like it's relatable to a lot of people. I don't know all right number six now taking this into account having your ideal week um, time blocked out delegated out with your non-negotiables in there as well go into a real week go into your next week with your current work schedule with the meetings calls appointments life i want you to organize your calendar into your roles and time block move things around to fit into the ideal week that you just created Eliminate what is no longer necessary or what no longer fits into your ideal work week. Delegate the things that other people could do well that you'll get the same result of and add in time for your non-negotiables in your current work week. If you know that Wednesday you are totally slammed and you're going to need a good night's sleep, make sure that you are checked out of the office, checked off emails, whatever, at 7 p.m. and you're going to bed at 9 p.m. and you're waking up the next morning at 6 a.m. and that's that and that's a non-negotiable and that is not to be touched. Like literally block yourself out, which brings me to, it was another point in here, but I'll just get to it a little bit early. Literally give yourself time in your real calendars each week in your weekly time blocks to be busy, to be when you cannot be booked, give yourself, I mean, for this upcoming week on Wednesday, i blocked off the entire day on Wednesday to just work. I don't know necessarily what I need to do. I know what I want to do on that day. I want to edit videos. However, I know that if I have some extra stride stuff roll over or I have some extra podcast stuff bleed into the day before, I have that entire day to just work and I am not taking any calls, any meetings, nothing. That is a day for me to literally get shit done and I'm unavailable that day if you need me on Wednesday. I'm completely unavailable. Find another day to need me because it's not Wednesday and you're allowed to say no. You really are. You're allowed to set boundaries. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to block off time in your calendar to just work. I think that is really, really important. Okay, so number seven, make your actual reali- make your actual work week this upcoming week, match in with a um, ideal week for yourself and eliminate what you don't need, move around what you can, delegate what you need to. Number eight, make a master to-do list for the week. And then at the top of each day of your weekly time block sheet, write the to-dos that you need to do each day. So on my weekly time block, Um, I have everything that I needed out. So like Monday, for example, I'm at stride in the morning. I have admin stuff in the afternoon and I'm teaching at night. But I also know that on Monday in that afternoon time block of admin stuff, I have all of my to-dos listed out for that day. And then I did that for every day of the week. So I know every day what to-dos pulled from my master to-do list I need to do on every single day of the week. Every single to-do has a today. It has a task to go into. It has a time block to go into. And then uh, by this point, your week should be time-blocked and your to-dos should be very organized. Number 10, add in time to work. Not every hour needs to be taken by calls or going somewhere or driving to an appointment or traveling somewhere. Give yourself time to work in the week. And if people try to book that time for calls, meetings, et cetera, the answer is no. You're allowed to be busy. And guess what? You work. You're allowed to sit down and actually get work done. You don't always have to be responsive to other people. You don't always have to take calls, meetings. And you know, other people say no, you're allowed to say no too. You're allowed to say, oh no, that time doesn't work for me. How about this time? And maybe you can schedule it in. If you know that you have five calls on Thursday, maybe make it a call day and just have all of your calls that week on a Thursday and time batch Thursday for your calls that week. Because then that leaves Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday open for you. So really just add in time to work. Number 11. When you're in work, I want you to work on time batching. Focus on the task that's at hand and nothing else because you've already allotted time in your week to everything that is important to you. So it's going to get done because you've already put the time into the calendar for for it to literally get done, it will come to the top of your to-do list. Even if that's not today, maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's later today. It will come to the top of your to-do list. But if you're working on a task, that's the only task that matters and you're gonna do it to the best of your ability. Now, I tend to like task switch all the time. As you guys have heard, literally in the first half of this episode, I was all over the place. That was my mind constantly task switching. But once I get into a flow state and once I put on like a productive playlist and I listen to music, and I let myself zone in, I put my phone away, I can focus on one task at hand and I can do it really, really well. And I know so many people are like that too. I'm not special, I'm not unique in that sense. A lot of people are like that. So focus on the task at hand and don't let anything else bother you because you know that you've already allotted everything important in your life. It has time in your week. It has time in your schedule. It will come up, but right now, this is the most important thing, the task that's at hand. And number 12, if you're still feeling cluttered in your mind at this point, which sometimes I do, and I kind of felt like that after I was still done doing all this stuff today, here's what I like to do, and it really, really helps me. I write out why I feel cluttered. So for me, I felt really cluttered because of the opening of Sea isle um, Essentially, I just felt, and I still kind of do, I just felt really behind compared to where I was this time last year, And I know I should not be comparing because my seasons are totally different from this year to last. Like it's literally a totally different studio, but I just felt like a little behind and a little like lost. And I felt like I didn't, not lost. I just felt like I was not organized enough in my timeline of my events, of what my tasks had to do when they had to be done by all these sorts of things, my move in dates, whatever, blah, 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 all this sort of stuff. So I literally went in and I wrote down Notes app, and I said I'm stressing about Seattle because in my mind it is a mess. I haven't been down there, but I have the entire month of April to block out, so I'm going to do that now. Hang on, what do I even need to be in Seattle for? And then I wrote down all the stuff that I need to do: order merch, organize the studio, order the headphones, organize the bikes, put the schedule in, da da, all the sort of stuff. Then I went through every single task that I wrote down that I felt like I was behind on or I didn't do, and I either delegated that task out or I booked it in my calendar. Or I simply said, I don't know. And right now, I don't know is a good enough answer. Let's see, what did I write I don't know to? I said, I don't know to, oh, what's my travel back and forth schedule from Seattle to Phoenixville between my two studios going to be this summer? I don't know what it's going to be yet. And you know what? That's okay. I don't need to know right now on March 12th. That is okay. And I don't need to know that. For example, order merch, going to... I'm currently hiring like internal roles for CIL. So once I hire a director of marketing, I'm going to put that on their plate. I don't need to worry about it. One of the things that I was worried about was the content calendar. That's director of marketing. Like I'm delegating tasks out so that I feel better and I know that they can handle it better to their best of their ability. And it just made me feel a lot better to delegate tasks out, put stuff in my calendar, or honestly, sometimes all I had to do was process it out loud. I just had to type it out, think it out loud talk it out loud. And it just made me feel a lot better. So just externally processing things helps a lot. So I like to do that when I feel cluttered. Um, I wrote down like why I feel cluttered and then I literally worked through it right then and there. And then after this, I normally feel really good. And once I'm done time batching my entire week, time blocking my entire week, writing out all my to-dos, writing down what's stressing me out and why it's stressing me out, talking through it, I feel really good at this point. And that's where I left off after I did all this this morning. And I ended it with a little journal session. I just wrote down like a little passage. I took three deep breaths. This is a really good time to do like a five-minute guided meditation. Just ground yourself. I'm using the Headspace app right now. I really like it. Um, and all like your mind will feel immensely decluttered. You will just feel like everything has a place. Everything is in its place. Your thoughts, your worries are written out on a piece of paper. They're worked through. Everything will just be perfectly in place and you'll feel like you have control over your life again. And that, my friends, is a beautiful feeling. And that's where I'm currently left with. And guys, that's all that I have for you today. What I do to unclutter I guess people also say declutter. I probably should have been saying declutter this entire episode, but we also established in the beginning of the episode that I have trouble with words. So that is okay, and I hope you guys forgive me. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode and for listening to Manifest every week. I know you guys look forward to this episode and this podcast, and I do too. Um, I truly love recording this and I will do this for literally ever like as long as you guys want I will always do this podcast I love it so much and I love you guys and I just thank you guys so much you guys can always watch this on video Um, I try and get them out on Monday but honestly sometimes like back end stuff happens and sometimes they don't come out till later in the week but the audio episodes always come out on Mondays like no ifs ands or buts they're always out on Mondays and yeah, my YouTube channel for the podcast is just manifest with Tori Simone. Um it's brand new. I think I like don't even have 200 subscribers on there yet. So, yeah, it's super new. Um if you guys wanna go subscribe to it, that would like make my day. Um but I would also love to hear how you guys declutter your mind. So either DM me, share it on your story and I'll repost it on mine or just comment down below on the Instagram page or sorry, YouTube page of what you guys do to declutter your mind and share tips. Guys, that is all that I have for you today. Have a wonderful week. I hope you have a stress-free, productive week. And I hope it is the best week of your life because you deserve it. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.